to another episode of Salvation Solutions. I am Aviance. I am Aramis. And I am Pastor D. So today we are going to talk about the top five things believers must stop doing in order to live life abundantly. So Papa D, why don't you kick this off for us today? Okay, so the thought behind uh, this particular podcast is dealing with the life that God has called us to live in comparison to the life that a lot of believers are living. And what's what's causing that that dark spot or that that's that place in between that's not that's not equal to what the word of God is, is calling us to live. Um, Jesus in John 10, 10, he says, the thief coming not but for to steal, to kill and to destroy. He said, but I'm coming that you may have life and have life more abundantly. And that that the idea of that particular scripture deals with a, a superior quantity and a superior quality of life. So everything about my life is supposed to have a superior quality and quantity. So when I think about the different compartments of my life, when I think about my, my calling, and I think about my finances, if I think about my marriage, if I think about raising my children, if I think about you know what I'm doing in my career, if I think about whatever my physical health, if I think about my psychological health, whatever it is, I'm supposed to have a superior quality and quantity of that particular aspect of my life. So we have to believe that and we have to know that's why Jesus said he came. Did th- th- that is as clear as it can get for us. Why did Jesus come? He said, I am come so that you might have life and have life more abundantly. That word life, there's a word for zoe. We know that word has a fourfold meaning. It means to be in love, first and foremost. Life is designed to be lived from the place of love. Everything we do should come from love. Then that, word, that love will produce a creativity the God-likeness that we're all created in. So once we are in love and we are engaged in that love affair with God, that love affair with God will, will put me into a love affair with man, then I will become creative so that I can solve problems for mankind. That, that which I create, because creating is a spiritual thing. It's not the physical thing. In the beginning when God said, let us create man, he created man with his words. He spoke man into existence. Then he formed man. That's the physical part. That's the production part. So create produce now what we create what we what we create in our mind and with our words we have visions for we see we now we now do everything we can to produce it we grab all of the resources the physical material resources we have around us to produce that now once we once we are in that love affair once we become creative and functioning our god likes now we produce we physically manifest what we create now we serve by selling that's the idea of that word zoe right and believers aren't experiencing that. Why? Because there's a lot of things that we bring with us into our life of faith. Remember, the just shall live by faith. That wasn't a suggestion. That's not a suggestion. That is actually a description of who you are and how you live now. Jesus wasn't suggesting we live by faith. No, you live by faith, whether it's a lot of faith or a little faith. You live by faith. I mean, I, I don't think people really get that. Think about it. I don't think they, I know it sounds simple. But I don't know if people really get that. You're living by faith. Well, what part of that do you think they're not getting? Well, because because when you think about it, they don't they don't realize what people miss that they don't realize that you're no matter how you're living or what you're living, it's by faith. It might be a little bit of faith or a whole lot of faith, but there's a degree of faith to everything that you're doing. How do you explain that? What, what would be the answer? Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. It makes it, it, makes it <laughs> difficult. What people don't realize, when Jesus made that statement, it wasn't a suggestion. He was actually giving you a description of what your life is now. Okay. Your life is a life of faith. Either, you're little, either I'm saying, oh, you have little faith to you, or I'm saying, great is your faith, a woman. Right? I, I guess, I guess where, where, I'm trying, where I'm getting lost at, I'm, I'm trying to 
because it sounds like there's a there's a a quantifying yes it is process to fade very, that, very that, much that so. would allow you to That's kind great. of differentiate you got it. very much so okay so it, you go from you go from oh you have little faith right so a woman great is thy faith mm-hmm. the centurion servant who had great faith mm-hmm. right okay. so 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 there's faith mm-hmm. comes in degrees Right, like everything else, there's a degree of everything. Like it starts with the outer court, the inner court, the holy place. It's the degree of everything. So, so are you saying that all life is lived by faith, or the believer is living by some level of faith or another? I'm saying that all life, there's a degree of faith that we live by. It might not be the faith of God. Okay. 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 <laughs> that, that, that's where I was getting lost because I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> If I don't have a relationship yeah. with God, how do I even know what the heck that is? That's how much we're made in his image. That, that, see, even the world, no, no, unsaved folks say they're living by faith now. And they're well, not, they're not that, wrong yeah. in what they're saying. Right. But it's, it's, it's not the God kind of faith. It's the fallen nature. The, even in the fallen state we're in, we still have a, such a God likeness that we have to function to a degree as he functions, which is by faith. Right. But now Jesus came to fully restore us back to what we felt had fallen from. Now we can operate in the God kind of. faith. That's why Jesus distinguished. it. He says, have the God kind of faith, not the fallen human. Just like there's a there's a there's an element of love of human love of, of the of love that we still walk in unsaved, like unsaved folk can say they oh, love somebody. Yeah. But it's, it's it's not the it's not love in its purest form. Mm-hmm. So it's more category. It's more closely related to hope. Then, because what? people, the 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 the, the non God kind of faith would be more categorized as hope no, as opposed to faith. No, no, I wouldn't. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that either. It's still, it's still faith, but it's faith in its weakest form. So it's faith in their own works. It's, it's faith in its weakest form. So what's faith? Let's define faith. Faith, faith is faith is God's word in your spirit by definition. Okay, it's God's word in your spirit. Okay. The description of faith we found over in Hebrews 11, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, yeah. right? So they're still living by a, a, a degree of it. It's the only word I can think of right now. Because <laughs> yeah, at some point they hear something somewhere. Yeah, it's right. right. Yeah. At some point, right. They're still living by it, but it's not the full-fledged, functional, operational power of faith that we see Jesus demonstrating, right? That can't happen until man is recreated in the spirit. Now the word of God can, can activate your spirit and you can come alive in your spirit and you can live from the same perspective that Jesus lived by, right? So in a sense, that, that, is, that is still operable, but it's not fully functional as, as it's supposed to be. And I know it can get, it, it can get confusing. <laughs> because, because, it's going to be a long you know, one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you, you have always said that, you know, there are certain systems that, um, that God have put in place that as long as you work them systems, it'll Correct. go. Correct. So now I'm just wondering for unbelievers who walk by their own faith or some degree of faith, if they can still come into a certain system that God has already created no, not fully. No. no, no. Remember. Oh, so they can't. No, they can't come into the. They can't into into the fullness of what faith can do for them. They can't do that. But what I'm saying is, there's a residual. There's a residual of of man being made in the image and likeness of God, that even in a fallen state, that you live by. There's a residual of that. If you know what I mean by the residual, like Jesus said, this it rains on the just as well as the unjust. And I, what he meant by that is that, that there's still a there's still a residual of who I created them to be 
that they still that they still uh, can, can walk by, that they, they, they can tap into. There's still a residual of it, right? But it's not the fullness of it. So is that the difference between, I know that you said that everybody's not a child of God, but they're a creation of God. Amen, you got it. So you is got that it right because on. they're creations of God that they... Right. No, we're, we're all God's creation. Right. But we're all not God's children. Right. Right, and, and that creation and being created... Even in my fallen state, that's the residual. I still have that okay. residual of, of the image and likeness of God, even though it's marred, even though it's spoiled, even though it's, it's limited, it's still there, right? And that's what enables man. Remember, there's two sides, two sides to the tree of knowledge of good and evil. There's a tree of the good and evil. That, that residual is, enables man to live from that good aspect of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There's two sides to that tree. That residual enables you to operate the good, Right. But that don't mean that don't mean you're you you in where, where God would have you to be. That don't mean you're in the place that even in Adam, as the Bible distinguishes between being in Adam and being in Christ. Even in Adam, there's a degree of good that you can manifest. And that degree of good is still rooted in being crea created in the image and likeness of God. Right? So, how do we even get on that? I don't even know what we're doing. What was the purpose well, of talking we, about? We that? were trying to understand <laughs> the, the, the statement that everybody lives by faith. Okay, yeah. So so right. So in in that in that instance, in that instance with with that particular statement, we're talking about Jesus came that we may have life and have life more abundant. That's what we were talking about originally. Okay. And so in order for us to fully operate in the degree of faith that, that God has called us to, then we, we have to function and, and do the things that Jesus did. Now I, we just want to establish the fact that there, there's a reason why there's a there's a um, a chasm between between what, what we're called to do and how we're called to live, which is life more abundantly, and what most folks are living. And, 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 and we're talking about what they need to stop doing, right? We're going to reverse engineer it, and we're going to talk about what they need to stop doing. There's some things that we, believers, in all my encounters, what believers need to stop doing. If they stop doing these things, then they will allow things, other things to take place in their life, right? The, the Bible talks about let love be without dissimulation. Well, if we can just remove the dissimulation, then love will flow. Like, believer, we're born with a, with a, with a flow of life that if we just naturally follow that current, we'll, we'll, it'll lead us into where this God wants us to go. But what we do, we disrupt that flow. We can't disrupt that flow. As a musician, you understand when you disrupt the harmony of a thing, how, how that messes up everything, right? You can't disrupt the harmony. You can't disrupt the flow. There's a natural flow to life that we have innate within us that we, that we just got to follow that flow. So... When you when you when you when you don't when you don't exp when you're not experiencing the life that God has for us, um, there's there's some things that that's interrupting that flow, okay. and that's what we want to talk about from that perspective today. All right, so now we're going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Our little bunny trails here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know bunny trails. Bunny trails. Okay, we started this podcast about seven minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the first one you want to talk about. <laughs> You see, got me spanked. She, she spanked me good right yeah, there. Yeah, that was you good. Don't do a yeah, She just did it nice. I can take it. I can take it. I'm good. I can here, take I'm it. here for a reason. So, uh, <laughs> so the first one we want to talk about is um, neglecting salvation. Mm -hmm. So you go into Hebrews two one one to three. Right. So um, we talk about uh, in Hebrews the second chapter. It, it it just it brings out the thought about how great our salvation is. Like like that's why we have this. What we have. And the Lord gave us a revelation that pertains to salvation and it being the solution to everything man deals with in his fallen state 
and in his in his exalted state in this Christ in, in Christ and in Adam. So we really believe that no matter what you're dealing with in life, that salvation is a solution. And we, we just know if if you are dealing with issues, if you're dealing with circumstances, if you're dealing with pressures, if you're dealing with mistakes, if you're dealing with pat whatever it is, salvation is a solution. Paul was so excited about it. He had the same revelation. That's why he declared what he declared in, in Romans, the first chapter, verse 16. He said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Amen. I'm willing to talk to anybody, anywhere, at any time, say whatever I got to say, because the gospel of Christ is the power of God that leads men to experiencing God's salvation. Wellness, I mean, uh, uh, wealth creation, health, wholeness, deliverance, protection, those five things, aspects of our salvation, which leads men to experience these. So I, I'm going to talk to anybody. I'm not ashamed. I don't care how foolish I sound. I don't care how much abuse I got to take. I don't care what people say to me. I don't care if I get stoned. I don't care if I get beaten. I don't get my foot, if I get beaten with rods in the bottom of my foot, whatever I got to do, because this is the way of God. This is God's solution to the problems mankind is facing. So I'm not ashamed to talk about it, no matter what the cost is going to be. No matter what price I'm going to have to pay, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why? Because it is the power of God unto salvation. And if you neglect this salvation, that's what he said in verse 2. If you neglect this great salvation, this salvation that's loaded with benefits, this salvation that's loaded with the word of God, this salvation that's loaded with anointing, that's loaded with power, that's loaded with life, he says, how should we escape? He said that the word spoken by angels, by Moses, was steadfast. And, and everybody who was disobedient received the just recompense and reward. How should we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? First thing believers got to do is stop neglecting their salvation. They got to start paying attention to it. They got to start paying attention. They, they got to start, start reading about it. They got to start studying it. They got to want to understand it. They got to want to believe it. They got to want to live it. You can't neglect your salvation, and, and which, is rooted, which is rooted in the word of God, which is rooted in knowing the word of God, which, which the word details every aspect of our salvation. You can't neglect it. That word neglect means to defer, to set everything from to set to simply to, to set aside. Another, oh, I ain't got time for that right now. I'll, I'll get to that later. To set aside, it, it, the range of meaning within that word means to simply to set aside for a time being or to completely disregard. What about those people who say, I do read my word, but maybe one, they're not interpret, interpreting it right, which you say we're not to interpret, I'm so maybe they don't know that, that they're doing I'm that. Glad you said that. Or number two, they're actually being taught it wrong in their church. Okay, which is another thing we, we're gonna get to. Oh, but right. no, you're right on. <laughs> so, so my, my question would be this, man. My question would be this: Why are you reading your Bible? That's the question. Why are you read your Bible? Like when you in ask it, like, like why you read your Bible? You say in order to get instruction. It's just another line of communication with God. A, a, the line of com the line of communication with God. I like to say it like that. The line of communication. Okay. I mean, I, I was thinking about like prayer and, and just, you know. Well, when you pray, what should you be praying? His word. You should be word. praying the word. Okay. Right. It's the, like there's only one ingredient. That's the word of God. I mean, Brother Allen said, he said he was praying. He's like, Lord, you know, what, is, what are the ingredients to this or to that? He said, no, 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 stop. He said, no, 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 there's only one ingredient. That's the word of God. That's it. That, 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 is, the, that is the ingredient. Job said, listen, I esteem this thing more than my necessity. He said, I esteem the word of God more than my necessity. You know what that means? You know the power? You know what that means? Like, whatever you think is a necessity in your life, mm -hmm. the word of God should be higher than that. Mm -hmm. Whatever you deem to be, like, like you, do you, do you do esteem air to be a necessity? Yes. <laughs> do you esteem water to be a necessity? Yes. <laughs> do you esteem food to be a necessity? <laughs> All that stuff secondary to the word. Come second to the word. It's a powerful statement. Do we see it as Job see it? Or are we neglecting? Because the word of God contains our salvation. Are we neglecting our salvation by when you neglect the word, the word of God, when you neglect to hear the word of God? then you're neglecting your, your salvation in total. 
because it contains how we are to walk out our salvation, how we are to live out our salvation. So, you know, I would, I would, again, I would go back to the question, why, why, why people read their Bible? Like there's, there's a specific reason why you should be reading your Bible. Most folks don't read it for the right reason, right? Okay. Wait, are you saying that's... <laughs> no, because... Baby said, oh. okay, wait. <laughs> are you saying uh, that it's, it's, because of their, it's because of their intent that they're not getting out of it what no they No doubt want? about it. It's because of their intent. The Bible says, the Bible says like this, men, men like, like there's, 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 there's reading the Word of God, as Paul said, and there's reading the Word of God as, as most men do, right? Like, like most men... Most, as the Bible says, men are, in our day, especially in our day, he said men were going to be ever learning, ever learning. So they're reading their Bible, mm-hmm. but he said they never come to the intimacy or the knowledge of truth. It's not, it's not something that's revealed to them. So they're reading it to gather information. Okay. They're reading it to gather information, right? They're reading it so that they can, they can show off and express mm-hmm. how much they know, mm-hmm. right? When I learned this when, 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 uh, when we were releasing the book, Reparations Now and Why, my, my, my writing coach said this to me. He loved the book. He says, so I'm going to tell you why. He says, Demers, you're already ahead of 99% of the pastors that I work with. I said, well, why do you say that? He says, because you didn't, read, you didn't write this book to let everybody know what you know. Because there's a lot more you could have added to these things, but you, you didn't write to show off how much you knew. You wrote to the market. You wrote to help people. Most, he says, most books, he, most manuscripts he get, oh. he can tell it's just, just people can show off how much knowledge they have. When I, that's, that's not, see, I don't read the Bible to ascertain mm. knowledge so that I can talk to y'all about it on Travel Solutions Podcast. No, I read the Bible as Paul says, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, that I might be made conformable unto his death, right? We, we, the first aspect of us reading the word, the foundational reason to our why we read our Bible is so that we may know him. As we read it and as we get to know him, he then reveals himself to us through his word. That's why I say we ain't got no business trying to interpret the scriptures. It's a revelation. Once I get a revelation, now I, now I meditate on that revelation, then I get an understanding. Once I get an understanding, that word understanding means to cause to flow together. Now the word of God begins to flow together in my life, and, I can, and it's a flow to my life, in and out. I get to know him. He reveals himself to me. He then shows me what I'm supposed to do. There's a flow to it. There's a flow to it. The Bible says, the Bible says it like this. Paul told Timothy, he says, Timothy, son, consider what I say, and the Lord give thee the flow and understanding. So that's how that thing works. So when most folks don't even read their Bible for the right reason. You know, they read it because, you know, they want to be able to show off. When, when that's, not, that's not the reason for our reading. But we can't neglect our salvation. We can't, dis- and, everyth- and all the things that's, that's involved to whatever we think about. Fellowship, prayer, worship, reading, studying, all of those things go into neglecting or not neglecting our salvation and we can't do that right our birthright our name there's so much there's so much we can go on and on and on but the idea of of someone really foundational idea of someone neglecting it is not spending time in the word of god we was laughing about the scripture earlier we was laughing about the scripture earlier as jesus <laughs> said <laughs> you want to talk about yeah, that yeah, we <laughs> laughing about the scripture earlier right and it talks about jesus was preaching and the woman stood up and she yelled out in the crowd, blessed is the womb that bare thee and the pastor whom thou suck. And in case that translation law, that's the King James. Listen, Jesus said, listen, it ain't about the womb that I came out of, nor about the breast that I was breastfeeding upon. He said, blessed is he that hear the word of God and keep it. Mm. 
right? That, that's what it's about. You, you see, when you neglect the word, you're neglecting salvation. I can imagine a woman, Jesus preaching, and everybody listening, and then she stand up because she thinks she hears, she thinks she got something smart to say. Yeah. Blessed is the woman whose womb who bare thee and the paps for whom you suck. And Jesus said, okay, I get what you're saying, sis, <laughs> but it ain't about that. I get it, but no, no, I can't let this go. Sit down and listen. Blessed are those who hear this word that I'm preaching to you, this, these, this revelation I'm giving to you, and keep it. That's who's truly blessed. See, we don't esteem the word more than our necessary, or more than our necessity, as Job said. And if we don't, if we don't take heed to what Jesus said, to hear the word of God and keep it, we're neglecting our salvation. We're neglecting it. And, it's not, and again, it's not a matter of doing it legalistically. It's a matter of that thing coming, coming from the inside out. Hearing it, allowing it to speak to me and lead me into what I'm doing, and then I'll begin to see the manifestation of things I want to see manifested. But that's what it means to neglect. We can't neglect what God has already given us. Like, like folks pray for stuff that they don't even need to be praying for. Like, like folks praying for peace. Mm. You know, folks praying for... Man, <laughs> folks, I folks, learned my lesson. Folks okay. praying for stuff that God already given us. Peace, patience, Peace, patience, patience, love. Man, don't. People praying for stuff. No, 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 no. That's what people do. Lord, give me patience. No, no Lord, don't hear that you. prayer. Lord ain't paying that no attention. That thing don't get no farther than the, than the, than the rafters. no idea the answer you're going to get to that. No. <laughs> We see we're in the the reason. We what about the serenity prayer? I'm sorry to interrupt. What you. is that? It just it just it, oh the ability to not change. So not so change the serenity God prayer. grant me what, what the, the the, the, the what is that? Peace to there's something and, oh, and, and, and yeah. the. And the and the wisdom to know the difference. Huh. The, the, yeah. <laughs> so so it's 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 I, I I'm trying to make sure I get this right. I don't so know where it's, these folks it's get this stuff from. God grant me from. grant me the 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 serenity to know the things that I cannot change. The courage to change the things that I can What's and the Catholic wisdom to know the difference. I don't know okay, where that came go. from. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That's the serenity. like 99% there. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered it. That gets us into our second thing, listening to the religious folk. Man, leave them folk alone, man. Leave them folk alone. Ain't no Bible on that. Where, where you get some Bible at on that? It's, I've seen it's it. It's called the serenity prayer? And uh, it's, yeah. it's making millions. Yeah. has been making millions before. What do you mean making millions? Folks pay for that? They're on, they're it's on, on paintings. It's on pictures. If you go in Hobby it's, Lobby, it's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You've never seen a serenity prayer? This is yeah. a huge thing, Papa. I think I've heard it, but I, I didn't know they I've called it a serenity prayer. Yeah. Lord, what? What did it say? What did it say? Lord, what? Lord, grant me the what? God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. If I'm not mistaken, the origin of that started in like AA meetings. That's the first time I've ever heard something like that used. In AA meetings? Like any like AA, NA, those really? like I have never been to one of those meetings. No, but I get you. I, I've seen where, a lot oh. of people who have been to those meetings, that's like a prominent oh. prayer that oh. they that's pray. That's like their there. mantra. Mantra yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. You get the little coin and they start praying that little prayer and Man, y'all that's some right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mess with none of that stuff. No, 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 I don't mess with none of it. I don't mess with none of it. I don't mess with none of that stuff. Jesus gave to the ladies. Like, okay, moving on. I don't mess with none of that stuff. Listen, I was completely unchurched 
growing up. I never went to church a day in my life. I never went to church a day in my life. From the time I was one year old, zero to 25, I never went to church a day in my life. Would you say that's a benefit? No doubt about it, especially <laughs> talking about hearing the stuff y'all talking about. Yeah. No, no, no. That's that's what that's what a lot of a lot of a lot of people, uh, mature saint, men of God that I submitted my life to and learned from. They said that was the most blessed thing that ever happened to me because I had no contamination. With, listen, I was so green that after I got saved, you know, we was playing football, so I didn't even go to church service. So I got saved in August, so the season had just started. I didn't go to church um, until probably. End of this year, I, I, I went it was like in December. So the first from January to December, all I did was read my Bible. Didn't go to nobody's service, maybe watched a little bit of something on TV, but didn't go to nobody, didn't do none of those things, right? So I didn't have any contamination. When I, when I read the Bible, what I read, I believed it. Like my, my, born, my new birth experience was so powerful. I read what I read, and when I said it, that was it for me. That was, it wasn't no question, I was just it. Like, after I got saved, the first thing the Spirit of the Lord told me to do was, was go read your Bible. I had gotten a Bible from, my, from a, a woman that was like a mom to me um, in, in Chicago. And, and, and it was the NIV Bible. It was the NIV thing. And I, and I <laughs> How long did that last, Pop? How, how long was it until you found out about the Until Brother Allen came into his life. Yeah, he yeah. yeah. So, so, so I, read, I, might, I must have read the NIV twice. I read it twice. I read the New Testament twice before... I got to hold that King James and I put that thing on the side. So what happened was, was it was still in the pack. Tread lightly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was still in the pack. I used to hide the thing, scoot it under the bed so the Lord couldn't see my, my mess that I was doing. I used to hide the Bible under the bed, hoping the Lord wouldn't see me doing what I was doing, right? And so after I got saved, I got saved, the Lord told me, call her, tell her you love her, tell you're going to marry her, tell you're going to be with her, which answered all the questions. From that she had written me a letter because I was doing it wrong. I was in Miami running around, and she was back in Chicago doing her thing. And so, um, I say doing her thing. She was going to school actually, and I was in Chicago. I mean Miami playing football and you know living on South Beach. And so, she wrote me a letter, broke her heart, talking about how much I broke her heart, and how she was hoping that things would change and that I would you know we'd be together. So, short of it, this Lord, I knew Lord that. Uh, let the whole team to go hear a message that Urban Fryer was preaching. Um, shout out to my boy Urban out there in New Jersey now, Urban Fryer. Um, and he um, he preached a message called "Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places." And when he preached that word, like I had to, I had to, I had to take it home. I said, I said, Pops, I need that message, right? And he said, I'll bring it practice tomorrow. I said, No, no, I need it tonight. So I took it home that night, listened to it three days, got up. Lord, what what must I do to be the man you want me to be? That's when he told me to call Leslie, tell you, you love her, tell you you're gonna be with her. Um, answered all three of her questions that she had in her two-page letter. Um, and so after, after I hung up the phone, I called. I said, Leslie, look, come and tell you something that, that I love you and we're married, blah, blah, blah. I said, you ain't got an answer right now? Because she was silent. She wasn't silent. And I, I, listen, I had never said a word to her about God in my life. And now I'm calling her after five years of foolishness and games saying, God told me to call you and tell you something. She's like, who? That's what she said, who? <laughs> you know, with that Chicago, with that Chicago attitude, Who? I said, God. She said, God. I said, yeah, God. And um, I said, he told me to call you, tell you that I love you, that I'm going to marry you, that I'm going to be with you. Silence, crickets, nothing. I said, you ain't got to ask me right now. I get <laughs> it. I know it's a shock to you. I said, call me back later, and we'll talk about it. She said, okay, bye. And hung up. But when I hung up the phone, <laughs> when I hung up the phone, 
I'm talking about, I said, okay. And when I hung up the phone, I'm talking about a new birth. I'm talking about a new birth like never before. I'm talking about I felt the, the weight of sin lift up off my chest. I felt uh, I felt the, 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 the spirit of God come into my heart. I felt the love of God ooze into my heart. And I started running around the room talking about, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. And I said, what? Free? I ain't never been no slave. What am I free from? Mm. And the spirit of God said, no, you're free. And I started praising God again. I started crying, saying, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. I had this big old um, walk-in closet, right? And it had these, these the, uh, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the, the doors to the closet was two big old mirrors, sliding mirrors, right? So I, I, those mirrors was closed, and then I, I, I saw myself jumping around, and I stopped, and I walked up to the mirror, and I looked in the mirror, and I said, well, Lord, what's next? And I heard the Spirit of God say, go read your Bible. Whispered, go read your Bible. I heard it. Oh, yeah, I do got a Bible under the bed. So I want to get the Bible from under the bed. This was 1130 in the afternoon. Um, I remember when, when I called her Monsa. When Monsa gave me the Bible, she said, when, she said, and this is prophetic. This is just powerful. So all you grandmamas, that, 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 don't lose that prophetic utterance that you have. I don't care what your children are living. Monsa knew how I was living. I was living with her while I was doing it. So she knew the foolishness that I was engaged in. She said, she gave me the Bible. I was on my way. I just signed with the Dolphins. I was on my way. I was driving from Western. I went through Chicago, stopped at her house in Joliet, Illinois, was on my way to Detroit to drop my car off to fly to Miami, mm-hmm. right? She said, when she gave me the Bible, she said to him, she said, now mind you, I'm, 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 I'm busting hell wide open. Like, I'm, I'm wilding out. Gasoline like, pants? Yeah, gasoline on my, on my pants and everything. Okay. Like, I'm on fire, right? <laughs> She knew this. When she gave me that Bible, she said, when you start reading it, I'll never forget it. And I was thinking, when I start reading it, man, I ain't going to be reading it. She, when she, said, she said, when you start, that's all she said. She said, when you start reading it, start reading it from Matthew. Powerful. Man, that's powerful. She's powerful. Man, now I was living like a heathen. <laughs> she knew how I was living. She knew what I was doing. She saw something. She saw all of it. But she saw something else. I called up when I was leaving, when I was leaving school. I said, most I'll be up there tomorrow. She wouldn't have bought me a Bible. And she said, when you start reading it, starting in the book of Matthew. So now let's fast forward. This was, this was, this was three years later when the Spirit of the Lord says, go read your Bible. I went and got it. 11th in the afternoon. I read it from Matthew all the way to Revelation. One sitting. Didn't stop. Didn't eat. Didn't go to the bathroom, didn't drink. I read from 11.30 that night to like 9 o'clock that next morning. After I got in the room, I said, well, what's next? The Spirit of God said, read it again. I started reading it again. This time I took a break, got something to eat, okay. but I read it again. Like, so so within, within, within a day, I read my Bible, the New Testament, twice already, right? So um, I don't know how we get here. No, but anyway. I, I do know. But you kind of just took it all the way. Oh, did I yeah, took it all the way? That's what happened. Okay, so yeah. so yeah, somebody need to hit that. Somebody need to hit that. No, for real, somebody <laughs> no, must need to no, hit yeah, that because I, I, I didn't want to go too. into that, but that yeah. needed to come out. So, but the bottom line too was the word of God. That's what we're talking about. Jesus declared. He said, "Listen, all that stuff, the woman and the paps and the breast milk and all that stuff. Okay, okay, I get all that, but that ain't it. Don't get hung up in that. Here's what matters more than anything: that you hear the word of God and you keep it." See, when you, when you don't hear the word of God and you don't keep it, you're neglecting your salvation, right? Mm, we got to stop like, neglecting our salvation. What's that scripture, if I'm being, because I'm NIV. What's the scripture about 
is like a man who looks into a mirror and then walks away from right. the mirror. James, right, James, right. Is it something like that? Yeah, you know, that's right. That's exactly what it is over in James. It talks about, um, um, well, it's two scripts, actually. Uh, he that looking into the perfect law of liberty, um, he being a forgiver here but not a doer of the word. No, I'm mixing it up. We got to look at it. Uh, he that looking into the perfect law of liberty, being not a forgiver here but a doer of the word, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. Then there's another one that talks about what you said. Um, Say, what's the script you quoted again? How you quote it? The beginning of it? You said. It's not the beginning. I'm probably going in the middle. But it's something about it's like a man who looks into oh, a mirror. Gotcha. Walks away mirror. From you just got to type in mirror. Right. So, I mean, that 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 is that is that is what we. How you spell mirror? M I R R O R. M I R R O R. O R, right? Mm -hmm. It ain't coming up. M I R R O R. That that must must not be right. So, but no, what you what you getting at is find that scripture, Kate. Um, what you getting at is is exactly right. People, the problem is people not even looking in the mirror. <coughs> you know, they praying serenity prayers. They're not even looking in the mirror. <laughs> oh snap! So they're not even looking in the mirror. <laughs> they they reading stuff off the wall. Yeah. They're not even looking in the mirror. They're neglecting their salvation. Wow, that's interesting you say that because how many people probably think that that's scripture? Right. Like that's not scripture. Right. No, it ain't no word. No, ain't no, I'm, I'm trying to even come up with a base for that for the word of God. James 1 verse 23. I'm trying to even come up with a with a base for that. Like well, how, how can I even, like I like to give folks benefit of the doubt. Like I, I will work with you as best I can. I'm going to work with you as best I can. 1 what? 23? Yeah, but, oh yeah, it says, yeah, be ye doers of the word now here is only deceiving yourselves. Right. See, that's the deception. It says, be ye, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. See, now I'm going to tell you something. I just heard a preacher. I'm talking about internationally known preacher. Make this statement. All you need to do is hear the word of God. No, no. That's, that's not all I need to do. That's what I need to do. That's one of the things I need to do, but it's not all I need to do. That's all he said. All you need to do is hear the word of God. That's what he was saying. Uh, and I listened to him the whole show because I normally turn folk off when I hear stuff like that. Yeah, because you were trying to get the contact. I want to make sure, wait a minute, right. I want to be sure that I don't cut this off too soon. Right. And here, but the, I listened for the whole hour and he didn't, he didn't say nothing different or to, or to, or to uh, be contrary to that statement. Yeah. And the whole message was centered around all we need to do is hear the word of God. If you just hear the word of God, then this is going to happen for you. Maybe we could jump into number two with that. Go. Yeah, come on. I, I need you to click it. Didn't make button. it to number two. Uh, no, really. I thought we did. I, I mean, we we touched on it a little bit. No, we did. We got we got to hit the button, baby. It ain't working. Uh -uh. I mean, right? It's been sitting too long. Yeah. Okay. Go. Yeah, Listening to the preacher. <laughs> I went like, to it. I went to it. But then we ain't I, I said we. I said we could get into this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. We didn't actually. Dissect that. So, listening to the religious. So, if somebody was sitting in that audience, oh yeah, oh yeah, heard that, right? That is not biblical that ain't, that whatsoever. Ain't right, right, right. Now, so hearing is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. Yeah, it's just the beginning, right? The the, the scripture that we're talking about is, is Matthew sixteen six through twelve. It says, and "Then Jesus said unto them, Take heed, beware the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and of the Sadducees." And they reasoned among themselves, saying, "Is it because we have taken no bread?" Uh, Jesus said, listen, man, perceive that said unto them, oh, ye of little faith. Why are you talking about bread? We ain't, got, we ain't talking about no bread. Verse 9, 
Just do, do not. That's my. People, that's please my. Please read your Bible and not again. No, no. This again. is better. Trust yeah, me. This no, is better. This is more it. entertaining. I, I understand. This is more entertaining. However, they need to read exactly what the Bible says. Oh and man, I just can't help it, man. It's life. This thing is life. Jesus, man, what y'all talking about? Bread? Man, I ain't talking about no bread. Y'all, y'all, I, I, I need to have every book that I read be D right, on tape telling right. me what the book says yeah, so about, I can get that, <laughs> that So I'm not talking about bread. I ain't talking about no bread. Read it for yourself. Then we can go to Yeah, 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 because I'm going to have y'all but, twisted up. I'm going to have y'all messed up. Do. This is my translation. <laughs> Listen, I ain't talking about no bread, man. That's what Jesus said to him in verse 9, verse 8. Which, oh, when Jesus sense. proceeded, he said unto them, oh, yeah, little faith. Why y'all reasoning about yourself because we ain't got no bread? Then you just see me turn one loaf of bread into a feed a whole lot of folk? Listen. Do you not understand, neither remember the five loaves and the 5,000 and how many baskets yet he took up? Neither the seven loaves and the 4,000. He went through the history of what I've done, done with bread. Like, why y'all still talking about bread? Verse 11. How don't you understand? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not concerned about bread, that you should be aware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Then they understood how you be, not to be aware of the leaven of bread, but the doctrine or the teachings of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Right. It's not it's not the natural things that we should be enamored by when it comes to or, or concerned about when it comes to who we're listening to. It's, it's what they're teaching me. What are you teaching me? Like most folks don't go to church to learn anyway. That's part of the problem. But but what are you teach? What, what is the doctrine and anything that's, that that stops short of a comprehensive gospel is going to mislead and misguide folks. So when we hear people talking about well, all you do need to hear his word. No, that's not all I need to do. James told you, you not, only, not only, see, when you just a hearer and not a doer, you're deceiving yourself. Some folks think, if I just hear the word, I'm okay. You're deceiving yourself. You're in deception, right? He says, he says, for if any man hear the word of God do not, and be not a doer, he is like a man that beholdeth his natural face in the glass, for he beholdeth himself and goeth straightway and forgetteth what manner of man he was, or he was, or who he was when he looked into the mirror. In other words, when you look into the word of God and you read the word of God, that says, you're not a sinner, but then you turn around and say, I'm just a poor sinner. You don't forget what man of man the Bible showed you you were. Right. When, you, when you read the word of God and you say, oh, well, I can't do that. Bible says, well, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. There's certain things where, like, I can't go out and lift up a 10-ton truck. Okay, I, I, let's not be silly. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about this, it pertains to what God has called you to do, right? When you look into the word of God and he says, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and you come around and you go, and you start telling people, well, ain't nobody righteous. You know, looked into the mirror and forgot what man of man you were, right? And now you're neglecting your salvation and you just deceived yourself into losing all that God has for you. And so that's what we mean when we look into the perfect, when we look into the, um, behold ourselves as in, in, in the glass, the, glo- the, the glory of the Lord. No, behold as in that face in the glass, for he beholds himself and forget what manner of man he was. The man who the word of God shows us. Oh, and then I'm, I, was, I was going verse 25. But whoso look into the perfect law of liberty and, and be a continual hearer, but not a forgetful hearer of the word, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. And that word blessed there is the word that brings out the supreme blessing. I'm talking about blessed superiorly and uh, in quality and quantity. That's the word of that, that word of blessed there. So the religious people read the Bible, hear the Bible, Quote the Bible, talk the Bible, but when it goes to living life, they start talking with all the philosophy stuff they be hearing. They start dealing with all the other stuff they be hearing. They don't, they don't, they don't take heed to that word. That's what religion does. And anybody can get caught up in it. Just don't get caught up in it too long. Mm-hmm. Right? Anybody can get, get held up because, because listen, 
when you got people who you highly esteem, that's highly esteemed talking like this and giving out that religious doctrine, man, it's hard, it's hard. Isn't that like a way for them to take responsibility off of themselves? Who? For the teacher or the, or the hearer? For both, for, 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 either, for either person who comes from a religious standpoint who says certain things that aren't true. But you're tapping into, you tapping into number five right now. Okay. Yeah, you tap that's okay, go there. Go there. <laughs> you tapping into number five. Well, they ain't gotta be in no order. No, you tapping yeah, into okay, number five. Okay. You tapping into number five. Okay. Waiting on God to do it. Yeah. One of the things believers need to stop doing in order to live life abundantly. Waiting for God to do it. Yes. So there's there's certain things God got that me. people right. And Them, it, it really takes it really takes the whole work out your salvation it takes, off of me. Got it off me. Mm-hmm. It's all on it, you. Do it, it. When it don't happen, I'm, God didn't happen for me. So God look, must, must must not have been God's will. Right. That's, that's religion. Mm-hmm. That's the will of God is right in the Word of God. Like if you don't understand that, then you can't hear the. You, if you don't if you don't understand the written, then you won't be able to grasp the spoken. There's a difference. See, folks want to folks want to try to judge the spoken when they don't even know the written. Like you don't even know God's language to know what you're like. Like He's speaking Chinese to you. He gave you the written so that you can understand the spoken. The spoken is what we live by. The written is what guides us into the spoken. Folks want to try to take the spoken and live by it. That's where they get off at. That's religion. That's religion. We live by the, we, we live by, I'm sorry, they want to try to take the written and live by it. We live by the spoken. What did Jesus say? Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word, that proce- the proceeding word is the rhemas of God that proceed out of his mouth. But you, if you don't understand the written, then you can't, you can't even, you can't, it's a, that's a whole different language to you. Well, see, well, now you're kind of hitting on four and five because you're talking about understanding, which four is leaning not to your own understanding. Right. They all kind of flow together. We can separate them and, and speak specifically about one, you know, as we should. But, but that, the weighted on God is, 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 it's, a, it's a big one. Like you hit the nail on the head, sis, when you said folks trying to eliminate the responsibility of working out their own salvation. The scripture we use is in Joshua. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, thou mayst, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. Who going to make their way prosperous based on that scripture? God going to make them prosperous? Nope. Who's that? He says, it says, then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. You going to make your way prosperous. Now, it's all, it's all being ignited. It's all being stimulated by the word that you're meditating in. But then you're going to have to go and do something. Like, you take, you take like, with your creative ability, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you're in love and you're, you're, your love is, 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 is inflamed with God and, and, and your love is inflamed with your family and your, and, and your brothers and your sisters and, your, and your, your wife and your children and you're in harmony with love, you talk about producing music. You talk about producing songs. You talking about you talking about I'm talking about creativity to the max. You gonna create those songs. You gonna write those songs on. You gonna create the 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 you know whatever the jargon you use. You gonna put all you gonna produce all of that stuff. But if that stuff is being neglected, now because of the gift, you may be able to have some success. But I'm talking about when you in that thing for real, and you, you gonna make your way proud. When you when you when the book of the law, when you speaking the way you supposed to speak, when you thinking the way you meditating the way you supposed to meditate, then you gonna see. Yourself doing. See, when you when you when you when you meditate the word of God and you speak the word of God, then you'll see yourself doing the word of God and you see yourself producing songs and, and you see yourself running a comp- administrative company. When you see yourself doing that stuff, then you gonna you gonna make your way prosperous. Embodied in that scripture is the whole way of faith or the faith life, the operation of faith. Embodied in that scripture. Right? 
God ain't doing it for us. Folks sitting around waiting on God. They ain't saying the word. They ain't meditating the word. They ain't quoting the word. They ain't thinking on the word. They ain't dreaming about the word. They ain't seeing themselves do the word. But they want to see the word manifested in their life. Well, that's interesting because I think we'll be able to hit everything. So you, you're talking about faith. Another thing that we need to stop doing in order to live like abundantly. <laughs> right. Yes. Is to live by faith and not by sight. Right. It's so it. that's number three. That was number right? three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the other thing I said was, was walking by sight. Right. We got to stop walking by sight. What do we what do we mean by that? Like we got to stop. We got to stop looking, looking around at the circumstances and allowing the circumstances to dictate how we think, how we feel, what we decide. No, all my stuff got to be based off the word of God. The word of God determines how I feel. The word of God determines how I think. The word of God determines what I say. The word of God determines what I do. It's all got to be based on the word of God. Now, I know we miss it every now and then. I'm not saying, you know, we we're perfected. Notice how I said that. I didn't say we ain't perfect. I said we haven't been perfected to the degree that we're going to be perfected, but we, we can still get a lot of this stuff right. Second Corinthians, fifth chapter, verse five through seven says, now, now he that hath wrought us for the self same thing as God, who also hath given us the earnest of the spirit. Therefore, we are always confident knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Mm -hmm. Right. We don't go by the things we see. See, the contrast between walking by faith and walking by sight we see in the life of Peter. Oh, man, this thing is powerful. How much time we got? We oh, got time? We got a few minutes. Yeah, this thing is 45. This thing is powerful. <laughs> I see it. We're 45. <laughs> this we thing just is... made it to our mind. We got time. I mean, <laughs> just so people know, I made it. Listen, <laughs> listen. This thing is powerful. This thing is powerful. And I just, I just laugh at my Lord because I love he's, he's such a, he's such a, He's such a character. Listen. The boys had went off. They 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 had done some work over in the, on one of the one of the towns, and they Jesus they had gotten the boat and they went off. And then the Bible says about the fourth watch of the night, Jesus started going unto them by walking on the water, right? And then when the, when the boys first saw him, they said, "Oh, they they got afraid." They said, "Oh, it's a spirit. It's a spirit." And then Jesus he saw them panicking. He saw them getting all upset and getting afraid. He said, "Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. listen, fellas, it's me. Be not afraid. You good? Don't worry about it. We good. It's me. I'm walking on the water, but it's still me." I'm good. So don't panic. Then Peter, with his old brass self, he's going to say, well, Lord, if that's you, command me to come out there and walk on. Command me to come to you. Come on. That's all Jesus did. Come on. Just as calm and cool. I love him. <laughs> come on. He didn't, you know, I just, he just said, and then the Bible says, and Jesus said, come. Ah. Oh. Is this not better than oh. reading it in your own mind? Like, oh my hearing God. your own words. This is so much better. Isn't oh, it? just I you can imagine. That. I get I'm that. Talking about, I'm talking about, for, we also read our word for people listen, who haven't. This is, yeah, yeah. Listen, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. I mean, I'm sorry, 4 o'clock. It's the 4th watch of the night. It's like, what's 4th watch? Yeah, that's, that's between 3 and 6. So it's like between 3 and 6 o'clock in the morning. And here comes Jesus walking on the water. The boys in the thing sleeping. Then they see somebody walking on the water. And they get, oh, Lord, what's going on here? What's this? <laughs> Oh, hold on, boys. It's me. Don't panic. If that's you, Lord, command me to come out there on the water. Come on. Peter, get out the boat and start walking. Mm -hmm. Peter's walking on water. Yep. He's walking by faith. He walking on the word. Come. He walking on that word. He coming. Mm -hmm. But then what happened? He took his eyes off Jesus. He took his eyes off the Lord. He started looking around. He starts seeing the wind, boisterous. He starts seeing the planet. He starts seeing the pressures of life. He starts seeing circumstances, situations. He starts seeing, listening to religious folks saying, you can't walk on water. What you doing walking on water? Man, you can't run your own bed. What you doing trying to make run your own bed? You not no entrepreneur. You somebody's secretary. Go on, go sit down. He started listening to hearing all that foolishness. He started to sing. 
But even in him sinking, what did Jesus do? Come yeah. here. Come here, boy. That's right. I ain't going to let you sink. It may be look like it may look like you're failing. No, it may look like you're going to be successful. He, that's okay. Don't be afraid. Just, just walk on the water. Jesus is going to say, if you start failing, sinking, he's going to grab you anyway. It's a win-win situation. So get on out there and do it. Right? When you walk by sight, though, you look at the things that's going on around you. Right, you get, I mean, it, they don't necessarily, they, they get, it can be, it can be fears within. It can be, it can be, you know, fright within. It can be doubt within. It ain't always got to necessarily come from the outside. It can be confusion from within. It can be un, instability from within. It could be a, it could be a, a, a spoiled will from within. You know, it could be shattered emotions from within. It could be psychological problems from within. Let alone what's going on outside folk, religious right. folk, and folk who don't know what they're talking about, and folk who don't care, and folk who think they can tell you something. Whatever the case is, Jesus said, come on, walk by faith. What's faith? The word. Jesus gave him a word, a command. That word, that word, that word, he said, actually, the King James says, bid me to come. That word bid means to, 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 it's a military term. It means to command something to happen. Peter, come on. My, my word, my word alone will enable you to, to fulfill this command. That's why Jesus said, listen, mom, I hear what you're saying, but it ain't about the breast and it ain't about the womb. It's about this word I'm preaching. Well, you know, if <laughs> it's I about this word I'm preaching. That you're talking about walking by faith and not by sight. I recently had a conversation with God about it. Okay. Um, I'm reading this book for, for a class called, called God is Good, and... And he, he speaks about that. So I wanted to ask God, like, okay, God, I really want to understand, like, why is it that we should walk by faith and not by sight? Because we are visual people. Like, this, this is what we do. And he said, well, Aviance, how many times have the world changed? I said, you're right. I said, the world is continuously changing. Even in our day and age, every mm. day, something is changing. And he said, and how many times have I changed? You are mm-hmm. very consistent. You have <laughs> not, not changed. He said, right. okay, so then why not live by me who is who have been consistently consistent right. and not by a world that is consistently changing? Right. That's just a hand from God. That's right on. Okay. That's perfect. Yeah. That's good. See, because what folks don't, what folks want to, they want to, they want to maintain, they want it to be easy. They don't want to, they don't want to maintain that ongoing love affair with God. When that's all he wants. He just want to love his children. That's all he want to do. Right. Well, when you talk about when you talk about um, you just brought up the, the notion of 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 why why we got to walk by faith, because he's a God of faith. He's a faith God. Right. You said we're vision with visionary people. Right. But vision begins on the inside. It's twofold. Vision begins on the in, inside and is manifested on the outside. <coughs> true vision, a true visionary ain't got nothing to do with what you see in the natural. Ain't got nothing to do with it. True visionary and true vision in is 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 is. is different from sight vision and sight are two different things vision starts on the inside vision is the hope is the blueprint that's really what what we what we the mechanism for creating vision is is hope which is the blueprint is the plan that god wants you to see right what did he say he said he said in, in joshua he says when you when you when you speak the right things when you meditate he says you then observe yourself you'll see yourself doing what you're thinking on you'll see yourself doing what you what you speak right so true vision starts from when I'm meditating in the word of God, when I'm thinking about who God has called me to be, when I'm declaring I'm more than a conqueror, when I'm saying that I'm the healer, when I'm saying I'm delivered, when I'm, when, I'm, when I'm saying these things, when I'm thinking on the word of God and I then see myself as God sees me. The problem with the children of Israel, they saw themselves as other people saw them and not as God, not how God saw them. 
right? The problem with the folks in James, they look into the mirror and they see themselves, but then they walk away and they act like they ain't never read the Bible, right? They, they're not looking into the perfect law of liberty and continuing therein, be not forgetful hearers, but executors, that were doers, that were executors, those who have a mind to execute and do what it is that Jesus, blessed is they who hear and keep the word of God. It's up to us. The last thing and then we'll be done. We talked about what did we left off on? Leading oh, to your own understanding. Yeah. Right. We didn't talk about that one. I want to go to Proverbs uh, 3, 5, and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not to an understanding, all thy ways acknowledge him, and he'll direct thy path. Further down that chapter, it talks about the, 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 the monetary value of understanding and wisdom. It says it's, it's the, the merchandise of it. I said, man, you can't escape this thing. The merchandise of understanding. There's, 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 a, there's a value, a monetary value to having understanding. Like I can sell understanding. Like I can sell, I can, I can sell how to. Yeah. Like that's what's, that's what's huge now in, in, in the marketplace It's yeah. selling how to knowledge. Right. The merchandise of that is far better than gold and silver and rubies. Like, like I can sell how to knowledge. Like people should be paying to listen to this podcast because the, the, the degree of understanding we're emulating, I mean, we're emanate, emanating is, is priceless. This is life transformational revelation and understanding that we're giving out. That's separating what people must stop doing. If you don't stop doing these things, listen, if you don't stop, if you don't stop, what, what, ah, oh, I messed up. Kate, I need you, babe. If we don't stop, oh, it's on the phone. <laughs> if we don't stop, if we don't stop, listen, if we don't stop neglecting our salvation, if we don't stop listening to the religious folk, if we don't stop walking by sight, if we don't stop leaning to our own understanding, if we don't stop waiting on God to do it, then we're going to live in poverty. We're going to live defeated. We're going to live frustrated. We're going to live disappointed. We're going to live our lives as the Bible says, as, as just simple tale being told. Listen, that brother was good. That brother was nice, but he didn't have nothing. That brother's life was broke down. He was a good brother, though. Came to church every Sunday. <laughs> Paid his tithes sometime, too. But he ain't got, he didn't, he didn't, you know. If we don't stop doing certain things, let me just fix that, baby. If we don't stop doing these five things, and it's just, I just stopped. I could have went on, went on and on, but I just stopped right here. Um, neglecting our salvation and listening to the religious folk and walking by sight and leaning to our own understanding, walk, waiting on God to do something for us then it's going to be tough. Your salvation, you, we won't experience the salvation that's so great that God has for us. And again, I mean, it's a process. And I don't want people to feel um, condemned or judged, but it's a process. We're, we're, we're becoming who we are. We're growing in grace, right? The Bible says David went on, he grew great. He, we're growing into our greatness. Um, but we just got to make sure that we're growing. We're moving toward, right? And, and, and God will bless us as best he can where we are. But we want to get beyond the, the place where God is, you know, you know, extending his mercy to us as much as he can. And he wants us to walk as sons. You know, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like, you know, that's, that spirit of sonship is about, man, doing the things that God has called us to do. So we can, so we can listen, so we can bring glory to his name. That's going to cause folks to want to, want to hang out with us. Like folks should be, you should be, you should, you should, listen, you should have to hit the bang button. You should be banging folks because they're trying to get at you too much. You got too many people getting at you. Man, I got to send a voicemail. Man, I, gotta, I ain't got time. I got to send a voicemail. <laughs> okay, because my mind, because I know you can't say certain. Oh, I see what she's saying. Oh, okay. I got it. I so, got it. I got it. <laughs> bro, you got any questions 
or anything. Any <laughs> no, I ain't talking about that right that now. At this time, I'm not talking about that. Praise God. Yeah, yeah, just talk right time, over well, all listen, of this. Just what's keep wrong talking with right over it all. Oh, my God. The podcast isn't about that, so we're going to One day, we're going to have to talk about sex. You're right. We're going to talk about folks having sex. But we're going to hold believers having sex. To what this podcast is about. Sex is a major part of the life of the believer. Pastors have sex. Yeah, so your pastor is having sex, man. Focus, that's not what this your pastor and your first about. lady, they making love. They yeah. doing it. People continue to talk over me like I'm not the moderator. No, because you don't understand. It needs to be heard. It yeah. doesn't matter what you say folk, at this folk, point. Folk, they want pastor to be so holy okay. he can't get so, it on in the bedroom. Right. Man, listen. listen. But that's not one of the man, five I'm anointed to do that thing, man. I'm anointed to have that. Right, I'm going to stop. We've been going on plenty of bunny trails before. I don't understand what I'm the stop, difference babe. is. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your thing. If, I'm sorry. If we was at 33 minutes, that's fine. But he pushed us over, so now I'm going to have to stop. Oh, yeah, we waited. I expected to go an hour and a half. I was ready for the long haul. And this, I mean, I'm surprised we ended this early. I'll be honest. But, 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 like, Pop, I, I don't really say much until something hits me. So, yeah. I'm good. All right. Listen. Well, uh, Papa D always getting hit, though. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. Listen. You're like, oh, 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 this is so good. This is so good. This is so good. Listen, so listen, good. listen. You gotta hear. You gotta hear. Let's just together five years before I, before we got saved. Uh-huh. That was one degree of 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 sexuality. Huh? What? Yeah, we was together five years before we got saved. But then after we got saved, oh, that thing went to a whole nother level. I know you want to hear that. Anyway, there's five <laughs> things we gotta stop doing, church. Oh no! Oh no! He want to bring it things. back. I was trying to do that two minutes ago. Now he want to do that? Because I don't want to go down like, that road. I'm not I, doing my listen, job. I go there, down has, that. there has to be a transitional conversation it from has, not knowing that stuff to knowing that, that your parents I, are doing what they're doing. Like, there has to be a, tra- a transition. I can go into it now if you want me to go into it. I'd That's love. not what the podcast is about oh, okay. today, Papa we can, we, We'll say that for another day. <laughs> That's fine. But that thing is annoying. <laughs> Listen, I got time. That thing is annoying. I'm here for listen, all of it listen. now. That thing is annoying. I'm here for all of it. It's some annoying on that thing. If we, if, if we go into that, we're, we're going to have to slice it, though, because this no, podcast was we'll about say, We'll say that for another time. Okay. We'll, we'll say that, that that discussion about that annoying for another time. Okay. Maybe that's something that Papa D and, and, and son could have together. No, no, no. no, no you're going to no. be part of that. No, no, no. you're going to be part of that. We might need to pull an extra chair up here, too. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, yeah, we yeah, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two extra chairs. We, we huh? can use some extra folk up here. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. She cracked Folk want to talk about their knowing. Now, folk want to talk about their knowing. No. What was that annoying now? No, wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time out. Why? This ain't about oh, me. Why? This ain't about I me. I love it. I love it. All right. Thank you for joining us for another yes, episode of yes. Salvation Solutions. I am. Uh, oh, I, she had to begin. Yeah, that, yeah. that conversation about sex got all discombobulated. <laughs> you messed her up. She all messed, messed her up. up. She's talking. She's going back to the beginning. We're going to start over. We start no, over. No, I did say no, I am. I'm about yeah. to say I am. No. I'll be honest. No. And I was going to follow, too. I, I am Aramis. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's uh, where we're at now, by the rest of both of us. Okay, you're going to have to edit that out. Okay. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Salvation Solutions. Until next. And <laughs> Start over. Get it back. I'm leaving we all this. Say, yeah, I'm we leaving need to all, save all this. I'm leaving really. it. No, I'm leaving. I'm posting this just like this, just so she Perfect. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another episode of Salvation Solutions. Make sure you comment, yes. share, like on YouTube. Let us know if there's anything you want us to discuss. Until next time. Wait, wait, wait. You know what I want to do, babe? I'm sorry. That was great, but I want to do this. I want to pray for these folks. Listen, Lord, we pray that they will stop doing these five things. Mm-hmm. Quicken them. Quicken them that they'll know what they need to stop doing in order to experience your salvation. God bless y'all. We love you. And we'll see you next time right here from Salvation Solutions.